Welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Julie Kelly. I believe in living your most inspired and fulfilled life by knowing exactly who you are, knowing what's important to you, and making no apologies for it. This show is a weekly dose of inspired motivation, personal development, and success strategies designed to create the career, relationships, and lifestyle of your dreams. Imagine waking up every day to your dream life. Well, imagine no more, as each podcast episode is designed to help you live your most authentic life with ease and proven principles that actually get results. I'm the founder of the Master Your Life online course, international motivational speaker, and I'll be sharing real, relevant, tactical advice in this unfiltered, transformational podcast. Things are about to get fabulous. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome, 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 welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. It's Julie here and I have to say I am so, so thrilled to be back on the air with you today. It has been a red hot minute since I've been on the podcast and for those of you that have been an avid listener of the Master Your Life podcast and been hanging out with me for a while, um, you'll find out exactly why I've been MIA for months and I'm truly grateful and appreciative of you sticking by me, sticking around and hopefully listening to this podcast episode today. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, then I'm so, so grateful that you're here today. Welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear. And as you heard in the intro, this is a podcast that is about making sure that you honor yourself in every facet of your life so that you can truly master your life. Hence the name of the podcast. <laughs> so everything I talk about, everything I do, whether it's the podcast, a blog post, speaking on stage, holding a workshop, is all about putting you into a state of clarity and then into a state of action because action is what creates results. Action is what creates change. You can think about things and you can read books and you can go to conferences and you can listen to podcasts and you can watch YouTube videos till the end of your days. But unless you actually implement the strategies, the ideas, the recommendations, the philosophies that you learn about and that are resonating with you, then the truth is nothing's going to change in your life. You're just entertaining yourself. And so I'm all about entertainment, but not in this podcast. This podcast is all about transformation. And as I said, transformation only comes from taking specific actions at the right time in your life. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you today and every other day that I podcast with you. So get ready, take out a pen and pad, <laughs> take some notes, listen to this as many times as you need to, to make sure that you understand the concepts. And like I said, implement, implement, implement. Knowledge without implementation equals nothing. That's my mantra in life. You'll hear me say it over and over. And I want you to really grasp this concept because it's true. And so if at any time you're listening to the podcast or you come across any of my work and you're not sure of what I mean, you can always email me. My email address is julie, J-U-L-I-E, at julieckelly.com, okay? 
And you can always find me on Instagram at julieckelly.com. Oh, sorry, at julieckelly. Um, Facebook, Twitter, same thing. All the same handles. And my website, julieckelly.com. Okay, so you can always reach out to me through any one of those platforms. And I will personally reach back out to you. So um, let's get started. All right. So today, I want to talk to you about how to look after yourself. How to look after your mind, your body, and your soul without feeling guilty. And I want you to learn how to put yourself and your needs first. Now, for many of you listening, I know a lot of my fe- my demographic is female. Our you know, resting innate position is to give, 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 serve others, look after others until we're burnt out, we're running on fumes, we're exhausted, and then maybe, maybe we'll look after ourselves at some point if we even get time and have the energy to do so. Sound familiar? (laughs) I know it certainly has for me. So what I want you to understand is that master your life, mastering your life, is all about becoming self-aware, knowing exactly where you're at today, knowing what works for you, knowing what no longer serves you, and making small changes and adjustments, little tweaks here and there, to start getting yourself back on track and to make sure that every single day is lived the way that you want not the way that society expects of you, not the way that your in-laws expect of you, not the way that your parents, your children, your spouse, your friends, your community, your religion, none of that. All of that plays a role for sure. Okay. None of us are an island, but at the end of the day, you need to make sure that you're living every single day in a way that's aligned with your main core values and what's important to you. So if you're a seasoned listener of the Master Your Life podcast, as I alluded to at the beginning, you'll know that I have not released a new podcast episode for months. And that's despite this being actually a weekly podcast. And the reason is, if you haven't um, heard already, is that I had spinal surgery in March. And my recovery has not necessarily gone according to plan. And it's definitely slow, to say the very least. And I personally did not expect it to take the kind of toll that it has on me. And I have had to learn to dance around my pain and dance around my situation and my reality for the last six months to ensure that my health and my body and my spiritual self, my emotional self, my mental self had everything it needed to heal, and to hopefully, at some point in the future, make a full recovery. One of the scariest things was I had uh, neck surgery. And after my surgery, my voice was all messed up for the longest time. So that in itself prohibited me from actually even recording a podcast, even if I wanted to, right? So there was a lot of challenges along the way over the last couple of months. And I realized that despite what I wanted to do, I had to put my health and my body in the number one position above and beyond everything. And, you know, part of that sacrifice to make sure that my body was healing was to take a huge step back from working every day. And that included not working on the podcast. And it's been really difficult, 
really difficult. Like every single week, I'm like, oh gosh, it's podcast day. And here I am again, not able to record a new podcast episode. And for sure, guilt and shame and all sorts of things would flow into my mind. But I really had to make sure that I like, you know, ushered them to the exit and like pushed them out because I needed to make sure, like I said, and what this whole podcast episode is about, that I took the time to honor myself, to look after myself. And so what you probably don't realize is that everything that I do takes a lot of behind the scenes work and preparation. So I don't put things out there in the in the universe just to like tick a box to say, okay, done it, finished, let's go. No, my goal is that every piece of work that you encounter from me helps you or help someone that you know in some way. So the fact that my physical health was compromised, I had to make a really hard decision to step away from everything that I was used to doing every day. And I mean everything from cooking for my husband and I, to cleaning my house, to working on the podcast, to working on anything, to speaking, to traveling, all of it. And I literally just had to rest and let my body heal. And for me, that's really difficult because I'm such a go-getter and you're probably the same way, right? You've got a hundred things on your to-do list every week. You're determined to get them done. You're constantly running around. You know, you're a ninja. You're getting it done. You're a boss, you know. So it's, it's something that we need to learn and it's something that we need to surrender and let go into, right? We, you know, you probably heard this, this idea of leaning into difficulties, leaning into challenges. This is no different. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Personal development work is exactly that. It is work. Sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's harder. It just depends on where you're at and what the the challenge is that you're facing in this current season of your life. So I just always encourage you to be kind to yourself, be patient with yourself and you know, a lichen personal development work to learning a new language. So for instance, let's say you love Italy, you love the country, you want to travel one there, or perhaps you've already traveled, you want to go back, you love the food, you love the language, you love the culture, you love their spirit. That doesn't mean that if you just pick up an Italian grammar book that you're going to be able to speak Italian in a month or two, right? No, it doesn't work that way. It takes years and years and years of practice and dedication and commitment to learn something new. And personal development work is no different. So just acknowledge that before you try and transform any aspect of your life, okay? So as you probably are aware, The Tokyo Olympics have recently wrapped up and the story that dominated these Olympics was that Simone Biles of the US US gymnastics team pulled out of the competition to honor her mental health. And that's basically the story that dominated the entire Olympics of 2021. And of course, there were tons of people that supported her and congratulated her and there were, you know, 100 behind Simone the whole way, right? They were so grateful that she was strong enough and courageous enough to say it on a public global platform that she was going to step away from competition to honor her mental health, whatever that meant for her, right? 
But on the flip side, there were tons of people who threw shade her way, who were like haters, who were judging her and criticizing her and saying things like, you know, she was so privileged and entitled and she owed the US and her teammates, you know, everything. I mean, they've been training for years and years and years for this one experience, this one moment in their athletic lives. And she let them down and how dare she? And you know, it was just fascinating to sit back and watch the different aspects of how people responded to her stepping away from a global athletic platform. She's basically been labeled as probably the, the best athlete of our current time globally. But she put all of that aside. She put all the accolades, she put the idea of potentially winning medals and breaking records, she put all of that aside and said, I don't care. I'm not going to honor that aspect of my life. I'm going to honor myself first. And everybody's just going to have to deal, right? You just going to have to deal with it. And that's exactly what she did. And I think this is probably one of the most bravest things I've ever experienced in my entire life. She's a young woman. She has a ton of pressure on her every single day, not just when she's competing. And despite all of that immense pressure and difficulty in making this decision, she stuck to her guns and she pulled out and she took time for herself to ensure that her mental health, her emotional health and her physical self was attended to above and beyond everything, above and beyond all the notoriety, the financial gain, the breaking records, all of that, right? She made the decision to look after herself first in front of the entire world and with the greatest amount of pressure that anybody could face. And she did it without any regret, no guilt, no shame. And this is exactly what I want to talk to you about today. So if you're in a challenging situation and you know that any aspect of your health, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health may be at risk, then it's your right and your choice to put yourself and your needs first. Okay, let me say that again. It's your right and your choice to put yourself and your needs first above everything and above everyone. And remember that when we do this, when we make these difficult decisions, they're not always permanent. Okay, so this is going to help you take away the guilt and the shame of putting yourself first. If this is something that you have struggled with, remember that it's rarely going to be a permanent fix or a permanent solution or a permanent change. It's going to be for right now, for this current season that you're in, okay? And I know for many of you listening, this can still be a very, very difficult decision to make and a very difficult thing to do, sometimes even impossible. But what I want you to do is to ask yourself this one simple question, okay? So think about the challenging situation that you're in. Know that you have to start making changes to put yourself and your needs first, but you've possibly struggled with it. You've not done anything about it. You have a lot of 
anxiety, possibly anger, frustration, resentment, a lot of different negative emotions are coming up and they're sticking around you and they're swirling around in your body every time that challenging situation, whatever it might be, is facing you. Okay, so keep that front of mind right now. And then I want you to ask yourself, what is it going to cost me if I don't put myself first? What is it going to cost me if I don't put my mental health first? What is it going to cost me if I don't put my emotional health first? What is it going to cost me if I don't put my body, my physical health first? Okay. Simple, simple question. Super powerful responses to come, right? I, I hope you can acknowledge that, that a lot of what I pose to you, a lot of what I call your homework, right? The action that I want you to take is simple. But when you actually sit down and think about it and do the homework, the outcomes are so much more. They're so much more empowering. They're so much more powerful. They're so transformative. But you have to have the courage and you have to be honest with yourself because otherwise you're going to be perpetuating the state that you're currently in and nothing is going to change. That's the cold hard truth, okay? So I'm here to help you by posing simple strategies to you so that you take the time for yourself to answer them honestly so that you can start to see what changes you need to make in your daily life so that you can start mastering your life, okay? So let me give you an example. Let's say you have a strained relationship with an in-law, right? This is not an uncommon situation. It could be your mother-in-law, father-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law. If you have this strained relationship and you know that every time you're in, the, in their company, there's going to be tension, there's going to be drama, there's going to be uncomfortable, right? So the question is, what's it going to cost me? If I keep putting myself in the presence of this person, what's it going to cost me if I keep putting up with their stuff, their difficulties, their challenging personality, whatever, whatever, whatever the problem may be? What's it going to cost me if I keep putting myself in this situation with this person? So let's role play it. Let's let's get some answers going. Okay. So let's say you have a strange relationship with your mother-in-law and every time you see her, it's it's uncomfortable. It, there's drama, there's tension, there's arguments, there's conflict. Okay. So what's going to happen if you don't change that situation? You're going to have increased tension between the two of you. You're going to waste your time spending time with somebody that you do not get along with. Maybe you do not have uh, core values that are aligned. You don't share the same philosophies in life. You're going to have mental and emotional anguish that can manifest into physical ailments and physical problems. You may potentially end up in increasing the time you fight with your partner, right? Because they're now torn between you and their mum, for instance, right? And that in itself can spiral into decreased intimacy between you and your partner, more problems at home, tension between their family and you. And so, as you can see, it can very quickly spiral out of control. And then it's like a freight train that's just going a million miles an hour with no brakes, right? And then all that tension comes into your personal household. It comes into your personal life. And that's what you want to avoid at all costs. 
So let's think about some of the solutions, right? So what's it going to cost me? We know nothing good's coming out of this situation right now because of the tension and it's a very heightened situation. So we need to diffuse it. And so what are the solutions? Remember, the solutions aren't always permanent. They're for right now, maybe for a month, two months, six months, maybe a year. But after that, they could change, right? Lives are dynamic. Relationships are dynamic. What you're currently need, needing to do today for the next month or so may not be what's going to be the solution for you in six months time. Okay, so be okay with that. So let's think about some solutions. Well, you have a couple of choices. You can keep spending time together at the expense of your health and well-being, or you can start making decisions to honor yourself. So you can limit the time you spend with that person for a month, for two months, whatever it may be, right? You could talk to your partner and let them know how you feel. And you can do this without, you know, pointing the finger of blame, but make it about you. Instead of saying, oh, your mom's this and she's that. And she's every time she sees me, she's constantly up in my face. She's criticizing this, that and the other. Right. That's not going to help. So talk about what you need. I need some time out. I need to go and spend some time with my girlfriends. I just need a break from all the tension. I need a break from all the drama. I need a break from her criticisms. I just need some time out. So you're more than welcome to go and visit. I'm going to stay home this time. Right. So. There are solutions and it doesn't have to be dramatic and it certainly doesn't have to be permanent. So that's, you know, that's a very simple solution, right? Just giving yourself space. And if you have space, then a lot of things can happen in that space. If it's really bad and if it's been going on for a long, long time, you know, you may need to seek professional help about how to navigate such an intimate relationship that will potentially be a part of your life forever, right? Especially if you're married. So there's different ways to deal with it. But the easiest ways to make it about yourself, right? I need, I feel, I want, right? So when you come from a place like that, as opposed to, I'm not going to go and visit your parents anymore, because there's such pains in the butt and la 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 la, la like that just shuts communication down, it shuts down any possibility of solutions. So always go inwards rather than going outwards. And this is difficult, right? This is not easy to do because our natural default is to point the finger of blame, point out everybody's weaknesses, point out their faults and just, you know, vomit on everybody with your emotions and your feelings, your resentments and all of that. And that's not healthy. And that's when it's time to potentially see a therapist so that you can find a healthy way to vent and get all of that out, but also finding solutions in the moment. Because that's all we've got is every moment in life, we are presented with problems, challenges, difficult times, but we also need to find solutions in those moments. Okay, so I always encourage you to look inwards, work out what you need put boundaries on situations, put boundaries on people, put boundaries on circumstances where you can and honor yourself by taking some time out and doing what you need to do. Put some distance between you and the trigger until you can work out how to best navigate it. Okay. So let's play out another scenario because I really want you to understand this concept. Let's say you're in a job that you hate. And again, once again, this is not an uncommon situation, especially right now. We're still in the midst of a pandemic. The pandemic 
has really opened our eyes to what's important to us. It's shifted our perspectives. It's shifted our priorities. It's shifted the way we communicate with one another. It's shifted the way we work. It's shifted the way we teach our children, right? Like everything that we knew for our entire lives up until March of 2020 basically disappeared overnight. So we have learned to adapt and change and pivot and all of that has been extremely difficult, right? And so what has happened is that a lot of us have realized that we're in jobs that we hate. And so let's run through the exercise again, okay? If this is something that resonates with you, ask yourself, what is it going to cost me if I don't put my health first? What's it going to cost me if I don't put my needs first? So let's, let's role play it. The truth is you're going to wake up hating life every day. You're going to feel unmotivated, uninspired. You're not going to be productive in your job because how could you be if you hate what you do or if you hate the circumstances that you're working under or that you're having a really challenging time with a really challenging boss? Not uncommon, right? You're going to build up all these negative emotions as we talked about, anger, resentment, depression, hopelessness, all these things. We're going to marinate in all these negative emotions you're possibly going to have no sense of purpose, no sense of passion. You're not going to have clarity. You're going to feel lost and just floating around, not knowing what you're doing, going through the motions every day just to please someone else, right? So again, there's possibly going to be increased tension at home with your partner, your children, your loved ones. Your health is going to probably plummet. That's going to result in like increased doctor's visits, increased medications, decreased quality of life. Okay, these are just scenarios. Right? I'm not saying these are the things that are going to absolutely happen, but these are definite possibilities. And I'm playing this out for you so that you can see just how important it is to ask yourself, what's it really truly going to cost you if you don't make some changes now? The the outcomes could be catastrophic. And it's not just to you. It could be extended to your partner, your marriage, your children, your community, your friendships, right? Because when we're in such a heightened state where we're challenged every day and we don't know what the solutions are, but we're staying at a, like a nine out of 10 every day, or when we're in these challenging situations, it bleeds out into every other aspect of our lives. And sometimes we don't even realize it. But all we see is that everything's falling apart around me and I don't know what to do. So this simple question is, what is it going to cost me if I don't, and fill in the blank, right? And you answer the question for yourself and then you work out, okay, what are the changes I need to make? What are the shifts I can make? What can I do today to distance myself or to put some boundaries or to separate myself from this negative situation? And remember that some of them are going to be for longer than others, right? Some things you may have forever. Some things may last a year. Some, some things may be for the next two weeks, right? So ask yourself this simple question and honestly answer it. And then you'll start to see some very compelling reasons why you need to put yourself your mind, your body, and your soul first, if you are to have a healthy and positive life. And if you want to have happy, thriving relationships, 
right? And if you want to live your life with a sense of purpose and fulfillment, it all starts and ends with you, my friend. I don't know if you realize how powerful you are and how in control you are of everything that happens in your life. And once you consciously realize what it's going to cost you if you don't make yourself a priority, you won't feel as guilty about it all because you'll know what's on the line if you don't make some serious changes to the choices you're making, right? Once you know that list, once you can see that list, the guilt is going to start to dissipate because you know how important it is to make these changes now. You have one very short life to live and only you, not your husband, not your children, not your parents, not your friends, not your wife, only you can make your life what it is, even if you're in relation, right? Just because you're in a partnership doesn't mean that suddenly your happiness, your sense of purpose, your passion, your reason for living and being on this planet, your legacy, all of that is up to you, regardless of your relationship status, regardless of your marital status. Yes, it's fabulous to be in relations like that, intimate relationships, but that person shouldn't define who you are and how you live your life because you will always have your life and you'll have your life together as a couple, as a mother, as a father, as a parent, as an employee, as a boss, right? As an employer, right? You're always going to have different hats and different roles in your life. But ultimately, you and only you are responsible for the life that you live while you're here living, breathing on this planet. And only you are responsible for the legacy that you leave behind. You have a unique footprint in this world and the choices that you make every day and what you're putting out there is going to shape this world. It's going to shape your community. It's going to shape society in some way or form, right? So it's super important that you enjoy your life every single day and that you do it without guilt, without shame, without remorse, without regret, right? And you do that by being crystal clear on who you are, what's important to you, and making sure that you're making choices on the daily to fulfill that legacy, to fulfill those core values. You have to make yourself a priority. Otherwise, you're not serving everybody else in your life at your highest good. Okay? Let me say that again. You have to make yourself a priority to ensure that you are serving everybody else that's in your life. From your husband, your wife, your parents, your in-laws, your children, your friends, your staff members, your peers, your community at your highest good. Okay? And you have to do this without guilt. You have to. And the more you start to get clarity on who you are, what's important to you, and the legacy that you want to leave behind, the less you're going to go through life feeling guilty and shameful and hopeless and all of those things that really don't push the needle forward, right? And I want you to understand that there is nobody and nothing in this world that should, that should steal your joy on a regular basis. And if it is, that's when you need to come back to this question. What's it going to cost me if I don't start making changes in this aspect of my life? What's it going to cost me? Okay. Whatever your current challenge is today, 
tomorrow in six months time. Know that there is always a solution. But first you need clarity. Nothing comes without clarity. Without clarity, you're not going to get anywhere further than where you are right now. So remember that reasons come first, actions come second. And you need to make a list of the reasons that you need to change, the list of the reasons that you're here on this planet, the list of the reasons of what's important to you by asking yourself that question, what's it going to cost me if, and then decide on what specific actions you need to take to put yourself first. This is a process. It's hit and miss, okay? I want you to understand that just because you ask yourself the question, you make the list, you try and make some changes, you tweak some things in your life, you put some boundaries in place, that doesn't always mean that it's going to work out exactly as you want the first time round. It's a process. Trust the process. Modify as you go along. Try something, implement it, see what the outcome is. Does it work for you? Great. It worked. Was it like maybe at 50% of what you wanted? Okay, then tweak it, change it. Everything is dynamic. Everything is fluid in life. The only thing that isn't is the end of our lives, right? That is finite. But until we get to that point in our lives, everything is fluid. Everything's dynamic. Everything can be tweaked. Everything can be changed. Everything can be modified. So trust the process, implement it, modify, implement, modify, implement, modify. That's how we parent. That's how we teach our staff. That's how we work with groups of people, right? We try things. We come up with ideas. We implement them. We see what the outcomes are. We modify it. We try again and so on and so forth. Personal development work is exactly the same, okay? So I want you to try and trust the process, modify as you go along, and soon enough, you'll start to see that things are starting to change. Things are starting to improve and you're going to start to see a transformation in yourself, right? So remember that personal development is about you. It's not about you changing anybody else. It's not about you changing situations. It's not about you changing current circumstances. It's about you dancing around your current circumstances, dancing around the challenges, dancing around the people that trigger you right? You can't change them as much as you want to. And I know it's like so frustrating. We're like, we just want to like shake people and say, Hey, can't you see what's going on? No, we cannot do that. All we can do is empower ourselves, develop ourselves, get clear on what's important to us. Make sure that we're living our daily lives by making choices that align with our core values first, above and beyond what anybody else wants of us, right? And remember that it's okay to say no or not today, not yet, right? You're, you're not at anybody's beck and call, nobody's, not even your children, believe it or not, right? Because again, if you're not empowering yourself and honoring yourself, you're not serving others at your highest good. This may be a difficult concept for some of you to grasp, but what I want you to understand is that sometimes you have to be a little bit selfish to make sure that you are operating mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually at your highest good so that everybody else around you can benefit from you. Okay. If you're running on empty, if you're running on fumes, if you're operating out of a place of guilt, obligation, shame, all you're putting out there is 
all of that, right? There's nothing good that comes out of that. It's just perpetuating really bad habits. And so for your sake, for yourself, for the sake of your family, your children, if you have them, your husband, your wife, your extended family, please, please, please honor yourself as often as you can so that you can be a role model for all of those people. If you want to change other people, you do so by operating at your highest good so that they can take a page out of your book and say, gosh, I would love to be more like Lauren. I want to be more like Julie. I want to be more like Cynthia. I want to be like her or I want to be more like Peter, John, you know, Nick. I want to be like them because I see them living an elevated life. I see how happy they are. I see how balanced their life is. And I want that for myself. So I'm going to try and model myself by what they do and elevate my life to their standards. That's all we can do, right? Because we cannot change anyone ever, no matter how desperately we want to. So I want you to make sure that you honor yourself as often as you can. So listen to this podcast episode one more time, two more times, as many times as you need to, to understand the concept, to understand what it's going to take and trust the process. Okay. Like I said, you can always reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email me, DM me on Instagram. I usually hang out on Instagram the most. My handle is Julie C. Kelly, J-U-L-I-E-C-K-E-L-L-Y. I'll put everything in the show notes for you as well. So do check those out. Now, it would mean the world to me that if you enjoyed what you heard today, if this was helpful for you or somebody that you know, that you subscribe to the podcast please go ahead and rate the podcast. Give it five stars if you like what you hear and download this episode and leave a comment. Please go ahead and leave a comment. It doesn't have to be anything extensive, but it would really help me out if you would do all of those things. Subscribe, rate and review the comment, uh, the podcast and share it with somebody else. Tell somebody about the Master Your Life podcast. Get them on board because my legacy is about helping you master your life. And every single podcast episode that I put out, everything that I do for you is about moving the needle forward for you. So if this was helpful, please let me know by subscribing, rating and reviewing the podcast. And I hope to hear from you somewhere on social media or shoot shoot me an email. Let me know what you thought of this episode and I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Till then, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all in this together. And I'm always sending you much love, much strength, and many blessings. Bye for now.